What is the number one most underrated thing to sell on Etsy? Today, I'm going to talk about the number one most underrated thing that you could possibly sell on Etsy. I believe it is one of the easiest and least saturated areas right now, and that is the supply category. What are supplies? Where do you get them? How do you sell them? Where do you store them? Can you add them to your current shop? Do you need a brand new shop? Out of the $370,000 that I sold on the Etsy platform last year, about 75 5,000 of that was in the supply category. And in today's video, I'm going to break down exactly what the supply category is and how you can get into the supply category with your shop today. Let's jump into it. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Dylan Jarris and I'm an Etsy shop owner of about seven years. I've sold $1.5 million in revenue on this platform, over a million dollars in profit alone. And I also sell on Amazon and Shopify. My entire background is corporate e-commerce where I worked for companies like Zappos and Zulily in buying and product development. And now I teach Etsy sellers just like you and prospective Etsy sellers how to build their businesses to that multi six figure level with my program, multi six figure Etsy Blueprint where I have a course and then a course with coaching. All right, let's get into supplies. What are they? So it's not what you think. Etsy has a really interesting classification when it comes to supplies. They say that craft supplies are tools, ingredients, or materials whose primary purpose is for the creation of an item or special occasion. Okay, so this is where the gray area begins. Special occasion. Okay, I'm going to get into that in a minute, but this means that there are really two avenues that you can play in the supply category with Etsy. So one, it's basically your traditional idea of craft supplies. So it's a component of something else. So this is like candle making supplies, beads, woodworking supplies, quilting supplies, cricket supplies, hardware, fabric, yarn, you get the idea. Now the other avenue for supplies is something that's meant for an event or occasion. And when I saw this definition and when I talked to Etsy customer service about what that definition actually meant, it blew my mind and it really changed everything for me. Up until that point for my first four years on Etsy, I was exclusively doing the handmade category. So that meant I was making everything that shipped out. But now this opened up a path so that I didn't have to do that anymore. So I started in supplies in year four of my Etsy journey, but I wish I would have started year one. I really believe that I would have grown my shop twice as fast had I had supplies integrated from year one. And this is because the bottleneck for me was really with production and my handmade items happened to be a very specific design that was really hard for anyone else to replicate. So I had kind of backed myself into a corner where I was the main one who had to do production. But if I had integrated supplies into my business, I could have done twice as much volume and been able to bring on a production partner, a teammate much, much sooner because it's basically just packaging. And that's so easy to train someone on when you're simply buying packaging and reselling. So initially the way that I started in supplies and the way that I would probably recommend that you start in supplies is by selling the things that you already have. So I started in the supply category by simply selling through traditional craft supplies or components of other items. And this was, you know, material supplies inventory that I had on hand that was meant to be for my finished handmade items. Maybe the colors weren't quite right. Maybe I just bought too much of it. Maybe the demand just wasn't as high as I initially anticipated. So the supply category quickly became a huge way for me to increase my 
my sell through and regenerate cash flow. And it allowed us to drive our margin up to over 70% because it allowed us to do more bulk buying when we purchased our materials. In this way, for certain items, about half of our inventory was sold as a supply category item and the other half was sold as part of a finished handmade item. So how do you get into the supply category? For the first way, components of finished items. What is the easiest way to get started here? Simply just list every craft supply that you have in your house. And you know what? If you are an Etsy shop and you have handmade items in your shop that just are not selling, sometimes the hard truth is that customers don't like our aesthetic, right? Customers don't like our designs. They don't like the finished items that we're making. And maybe it just doesn't have the potential to actually get sales and command the type of pricing that we would need to have to make it worth our time to make. So maybe our design, our aesthetic just isn't quite on point and that's okay. If you are worried that this is you, if you have your shop filled with a bunch of handmade items and you've been trying everything and you feel like your SEO is locked in, you feel like your pictures are great, you feel like everything is dialed, but they're still not selling, then sometimes it's just our design. It's just our aesthetic that people don't like. What I would do is not necessarily jump ship, okay? But I would consider taking all of the components, all the materials and craft supplies that you use to make this finished item and list the components. List those components as supplies. So let's say that you make centerpieces, table centerpieces for holidays or parties, okay? You make these elaborate centerpieces that take you like an hour and no one's buying them, okay? What I would do is literally break apart the centerpiece, take all the supplies that you have, sell the components, sell the components as supplies. If you have a shop with finished handmade items that aren't selling and you're wondering if you should do this, definitely reach out to me because there might be the potential to create a really booming supply business for yourself where you're spending less time and making more money. Reach out to me on Instagram at Dylan Jarvis if you want help with that. Let's say that, okay, you don't have craft supplies around your house. You don't make handmade items that you have supplies already on hand for. Now, how would you do this? You just simply buy supplies to list, okay? Create the listings. If they don't sell, you can probably return it. But you guys, I literally will buy stuff from the Dollar Tree, okay? Now it's $1.25. I will list it for like nine or $10 in my shop. And I will literally sell this to someone in Germany where the customer in Germany is paying $25 to ship it. This happens for me all the time. And it's like the easiest way to make money. So if you are someone where you feel like you're not creative and you aren't an artist, but you wanna make a lot of money and you don't know how to use Canva, you don't know how to do graphic design, try the supply category. There's no excuse to not be making money. I actually think this is just as easy to make money in the Etsy supply category as it is to do something like DoorDash or Instacart. I do have three tips for this if you are wanting to do the supply category going this avenue. Number one, have international shipping turned on because you guys, most of the supplies that I purchase from the dollar store and list on Etsy, most of those are actually selling to international customers. You might be thinking, well, this is a dollar store item. How is anyone gonna pay for that? You know what? People in other countries, maybe they don't have access to that type of thing and they don't even realize that it's from a dollar store in the US. And they are often willing to pay a lot more for supplies that they just don't have access to. So turn on international shipping because international orders, they're probably 20 to 25% of my supply category sales. The second tip for this is never buy something on clearance and list it as a supply because your listings, they need to be something that you can get constant access to. If you're buying something on clearance, a discontinued item or a past season style, don't even waste your time listing it because you're probably not gonna be able to get that again and again. And with the supply category, you're oftentimes becoming a supplier for other businesses. And really to retain that, that loyal business from them, you need to be a 
consistent resource, which means you need to have access to things for years and years to come. So the long game with the supply category, you need to be thinking about listing things that you're gonna have continual access to. The third tip for this avenue of the supply category is to get a reseller's permit. You've gotta get a reseller's permit. Even if you are buying things from places like Hobby Lobby or Michaels, they accept a reseller's permit and you won't need to pay sales tax. So always get a reseller's permit. Reseller's permits don't only help you with traditional wholesalers, they actually help you save on taxes with normal big box stores. We didn't get a reseller's permit until probably like three or four years into running our business till we were well over $300,000 a year in revenue. And we could have saved thousands of dollars if we had just done it sooner. The second avenue for the supply category is finished items for an event or occasion. And most people don't realize this, but you can actually just simply buy and resell items on Etsy that are for an event or occasion and you don't have to do any alteration to them. It's simply buying and reselling. And unlike craft supplies, which can sometimes be a lower price point item, we are gonna have to kind of sell a volume of this to hit your income goals. This avenue of the supply category can actually allow you to bring in some really high ticket items that are meant for events and occasions. And I'm talking like $100 plus average order value. So this can be a great way to integrate really high ticket items into your shop that don't require any energy, any time or any effort to create. All right, so three tips for playing in the supply category with finished items for events or occasions. Number one, look for local suppliers first. For this type of an item, you can really have a strong competitive advantage if you are able to get the inventory quickly versus wait four to six weeks for something from China or Taiwan to arrive. And if you're doing high ticket items, you definitely want a wide assortment, not deep. Not to mention this inventory strategy will give you a really healthy sell-through and help you regenerate cash flow faster. You can stay really, really lean and maintain a lean business while still never running out of stock. And it can be really advantageous for newer businesses to do this when you are still fine tuning your planning and forecasting. And it can also be really advantageous for any trend-based items that have a less predictable demand. And maybe you don't wanna take on a lot of risk of having too much inventory on hand when that trend starts to die down. So if you wanna integrate high ticket items, trend-based items, or new items where you don't have really solid planning and forecasting in place for yet, then I highly recommend looking local because you're able to have a wider assortment, not as deep, have a healthy sell-through, and to be able to meet demand without having so many stockouts. My second tip with this avenue of the supply category is to make sure that you always check Etsy first. Check Etsy before you invest in anything. And the reason is because a lot of these factories are now starting to sell on Etsy themselves. And yes, this means, you know, they probably have a very long shipping time. Maybe it's two, three weeks, maybe up to four or five weeks for the customer, but a lot of them already do have their own Etsy shops. So if they are selling direct to consumer through Etsy, you do not want to become the middleman who's buying from them and trying to resell side by side in search results right next to them. They clearly have the advantage on price. So I wouldn't even touch things where you realize the supplier is already selling their items on Etsy. You've really got to make sure with these items that the margin opportunity is there. And my last recommendation for playing in the supply category with finished items for events and occasions is to find ways to serve your customers through stages of their life and not with just a one-time transaction. So for example, you do not want to have just a bridal shower shop. If you are doing bridal shower type of items, I would also add in engagement party items, bachelorette party items, maybe even baby shower items and first birthday items because you want to be able to serve the same customers through phases of their life. And our goal is to always drive up the lifetime value of our customers to be thousands of dollars, not a one-time $20 transaction. And this is exactly what I teach you in my 
my program, Multi Six Figure Etsy Blueprint, I give you the step-by-step -step guide and path to do that. So if the supply category is appealing to you, definitely let me know. Because if I were starting all over on Etsy tomorrow, I would probably start in the supply category. It is so easy to outsource fulfillment here. You can have super, super healthy margins. And if you're not feeling super creative or like an artist, and you don't really feel like sitting in Canva all day trying to come up with new designs, or if you don't feel like making something with your hands all day, then the supply category might be the perfect thing for you. And if you wanna get into the supply market, let me know, because I actually have a whole section of my program, Multi Six Figure Etsy Blueprint, that is dedicated to the supply category. And it's called How to Run a High Margin Supplies Business. So I give you the step-by-step -step guide to do this. If you like this video, please subscribe to my channel. It encourages me to keep making more of these videos for you. And if you wanna connect, just reach out to me on Instagram at Dylan Jarvis. Otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next video.